Always on. Let's talk. How safe are your children at their schools? Thank you to Benga for taking us around the world in two minutes. How safe are your children at their schools? We were all horrified by the story of the killing of 12-year-old Sylvester Oromoni at Dawn College, Lekki. It's a top school. His parents are alleging that five schoolmates wanted him to join their gang and so they beat him up and forced him to drink something toxic. But Sylvester's case is not isolated. As far back as May 2020, we talked about school bullying here on Hard Facts. I don't know if you remember. Let me remind you of the big hard fact from that day. According to a 2018 study published in the International Journal of Adolescent Medical Health, 82.2% of Port Harcourt secondary school students reported being bullied while 64.9% reported being bullies themselves. This was from May 2020. You and I talked about it right here on Hard Facts. And that data is from as far back as 2018. And I'm sure that we can assume that the numbers will be similar in Lagos because the number I shared with you, the numbers I shared with you are from Port Harcourt. So we can assume that the numbers are similar in Lagos and other parts of Nigeria. After all, we had um, the rape of uh, Don Davis at Chibong, a deeper life school. Uh, we hear that, um, you know, the courts, uh, you know, the, that matter is in court. Uh, the principal, the vice principal and a few other, other teachers have been remanded um, in prison by a court where um, Don Davis's parents are trying that case. Uh, two minors uh, are now being tried in juvenile court. Uh, um, and uh, I think it's five adults, yes, five adults, including the school's principal, vice principal and housemaster are facing charges at the magistrate court. So that's the update on that story. And that happened in Uyo. Then there's also the Chrisland School case right here in Lagos, VGC. You know that story. The rapist Adeboyega Adenikong was sentenced to 60 years in prison. He raped a two-year-old. At Christland, I think. These cases paint a terrible picture of what's happening in our schools. There are so many more cases, so many more. A lot of them do not make it to the news, but a lot more make it to the news. These cases I'm, I'm presenting before you today are some of the most recent. So you have all these things happening. Bullying, rape, beatings, killings. And it's not just boarding schools or secondary schools. After all, Christland is a day school and the child was two years old, so nursery student. So we have to ask ourselves, are our children safe in school? How come our children are being subjected to unspeakable violence at school? What are the factors encouraging this violence? What are the factors that are making the schools unable or unwilling to protect our children? And you can't say, oh, it's because you're not allowed to flog the children. The, the teacher who has been sentenced to 60 years in prison for raping that two-year-old is a teacher. So that wasn't student versus child. That was teacher versus child. 
And I want to hear your personal experiences as well. What were your experiences with hazing and bullying and other violence when you were in school? What was the attitude of the school authorities? Were they trying to stop it? Were they turning a blind eye? What happened where you were? There were some heartbreaking stories that uh, people shared uh, in the heat of this uh, uh, um, Sylvester's story. Uh, Somebody even shared a story of this teacher who, you know, who was abusing boys in the school where, uh, sexually abusing boys in the school where he was supposed to be teaching them. He was found out, he was fired, and then he went to another state where he continued abusing boys sexually as a teacher. So I want to hear your stories. What did your schools do? What was the attitude of the authorities? Then for those of you who have children or who have siblings who are still in school, what are their experiences like today? Are you having conversations with them? What kind of conversations are you having with them? Is our approach to child protection in education broken? All I have today are questions and I don't have a guest. You are my guest. So let's talk. 0700-993-993-993-01465-7190. WhatsApp is 080-959-75805. We're streaming live on Facebook. Facebook is Nigeria Info 99.3. I'm Sandra Ezekwesili. This is the big hard fact on hard facts on 99.3 Nigeria Info. Our first caller is Anonymous. Hello. Hello. Thank you for calling. Hello. Okay. Hey, Sandra, good evening. Good evening. Welcome, yeah. Anonymous. Uh-huh. I went to Federal Government College, Odobulu. Okay. I'm sure Rufa Yosini, if he's listening, he went there too. So we know what happened there. Okay. Bullying has ever happened ever since. Hmm. Maybe it's just now that the consequences are high. Maybe death, blah, blah, blah. Hmm. That's why, and maybe because of social media age, so that's why it's being recognized. But as in death, hmm. So there was one, it has been there, they flog us with belt, stick. Rufa Yosini can confirm it. Federal Government College of the okay. So there was one principal that came on board. I've forgotten the name of the man. We do call him Babak Bemu. This man, do you know what he did? He brought on a harsh law that not that he carried anybody, but this is what this high happened. If you are in SS2, SS3, mm. and you are caught bullying or beating up a junior student, mm. the man will take up your case. But this is what he now did. When he, he, he might not punish you for that one year, or mm-hmm. maybe when you are in SS2. He will now wait till when you want to do YEC okay. next year. Okay. That's when he will expel you. He will bring it out, six people that you committed that crime last year. He will, exp- he will make sure that you don't do that work that year. Okay. So it now became top. Everybody sat up. Okay. Junior students were free. Okay. So this, then when you want to, when your parents come to carry you and want to go and cross you over to another federal government college, mm. something like that, mm. they will have to telephone the other federal government college where you're coming from. Say, mm. how far? The man will tell them, no, no, no. Then he will disgrace you. So I think those kind of laws brought about it. Then why is doing, why the thing is still raining in private school? Hmm. You know, I now look at it, maybe these private schools, they don't want to lose students now. Okay. The school fees is high. I don't know how much they pay, maybe 150 so they don't want to lose students. That's hmm. So money angle, that's why they'll keep covering up uh, their shameless, be shameful students so hmm. that they won't want to say, hey, uh, my school is good, my school is bad, my hmm. school, those kind of things. So that's hmm. what's causing it. But I believe if there are harsh laws mm-hmm. like that Babak Bemu was putting down, mm-hmm. all those rubbish for stuff. Because when he did it mm-hmm. then, mm-hmm. everybody was maintaining themselves. Senior students were afraid. 
So I believe so. All right, Anonymous, thanks for your call. So my guy is in Lekki. Hi, Samaga. Yeah, hi. Good evening, Sandra. Good evening. Welcome. Thank you. Great to have you back. Thank you. Sandra, I was bullied in school, in my secondary school. Okay. And the person that bullied me, or the people, they were school prefects. Okay. And you know how kids are. Mm. You know, when someone in authority is the bully, mm. it's very difficult to report. Mm. You understand? Mm-hmm. You know, kids, Nigerian kids are, you know, we are, you know how we are trained mm-hmm. to be scared of authority. Mm-hmm. And when the bully is someone in authority, mm-hmm. it's very difficult to, you know, report to a higher authority mm-hmm. unless, you know, in some outlier cases mm-hmm. like that. So, mm-hmm. I may have a solution. Okay. Looking back, Sandra, I don't think we need school prefects in secondary schools. Do you know why I think so? Why? Because school prefects are also kids. And kids, they, they, they are yet to understand the dynamics of power and how to and how not to abuse power. Okay. So as long as the person you're giving a prefect is a kid, there's a high chance that they're going to abuse that power. Okay. So my simple solution is for that. I, I need them to be abolished. Let school house masters, they should employ a lot of them mm-hmm. and the school authorities. Okay. They should take over everything. Okay. That's what I think. Samaga, thank you very much for calling. Adebola is in Palm Groove. Hi, Adebola. Hi, Sandra. Welcome back. Thank you. <laughs> I've missed you. I've missed you too. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Mm. Okay, so things. Well, we're yet to hear from you. Mm. I was among those who debated for direct primaries. No, oh, thank you for calling. You're <laughs> reminding me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, so we're waiting for our gifts. That's yes, one. Your gift is so, waiting. yeah. Mm-hmm. Then about bullying in secondary school. Right. Well, I went to public secondary school. Uh, after then, I went to a uh, private secondary school. In my public secondary school then, I did not experience anything like bullying then. Okay. But I do know some of my mates in other schools who mm-hmm. experienced uh, uh, bullying. Mm-hmm. And one of the factors they, they mentioned as to why the teachers could not curb it was that uh, they always gang up and then attack the teacher. Either they will lay him on the road, uh-huh. you know, uh, you know, they attack him or they set his vehicle ablaze, uh-huh. you know, so they attack him here, yeah, they attack, they gang up and then attack the teacher. So what they do is they just back off. They don't want to, you know, go there or talk about it right. and all of that. But yeah, I believe if, if we have more courageous teachers who can put down their, 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 their food, their food, you know, yeah. collectively, not just one person, but a bunch, a group of teachers, and they can put down their feet, mm. you know, and stand against bullying and withstand the pressure, mm. I believe it to be seriously curbed. Most of these expensive schools, yes, they don't want to lose their clients. They don't want to lose their students. They don't want to lose, you know, the parents paying the, the, the bills. Mm. So they would rather keep quiet and then let bullying foster. Hmm. Adebola, thank you so much for calling. If you just tuned in, you're listening to The Big Hard Fact on Hard Facts. I'm Sandra Ezekwesili, and uh, this is Nigeria Info, 99.3. It's uh, 13 minutes past five right now. And my question is, the big question is, how safe are your children at their schools? The reason we're having this conversation, of course, is the most recent story of a young boy killed in school, beating up, beating to death by his his uh, schoolmates. But what happened to Sylvester, as terrible, as horrible as it was, is not new. 
I brought you the story of Don Davies. We covered it extensively this year on Nigeria Info. Uh, we covered the story of um, the two-year-old who was raped by Adebuega Adenekong, who's serving a 60-year sentence right now uh, in prison. And there are numerous cases that all paint a picture of bullying and beatings and killings and rape. And it's not just boarding schools or secondary schools. So how safe are your children at their schools? How come our children are being subjected to unspeakable violence at their schools? What are the factors encouraging this thing? We've heard from a few callers mention a few things. Do you agree with them? Do you disagree with them? Do you think that there are factors that they've not listed yet? What are the factors that are making the schools unable to protect our children? Is it unable to protect or unwilling to protect? Which is it? And then I also want to hear your personal experiences as well. What, what, what were your um, experiences with hazing, with bullying, with other violence when you were in school? What was the attitude of the school authorities? I quite like the story of the, of the anonymous caller who said that um, their principal uh, had to deploy uh, this method where he would wait after he'd gotten a report that you were a bully until you were in SS3 and expel you right before uh, you were going to write YEC. Do you think that that's too extreme do you think that that's just right do you think that that in itself may have, may be a form of bullying i don't know what do you think what was your school doing when people in your school were being bullied were they trying to stop it were they pretending it wasn't happening and then for those of you who are parents who have children or siblings who are still in school what are their experiences like today is our approach to child protection in education broken? 01465-7190. Tomorrow at 5 p.m., you and I will have a conversation about assisted uh, reproductive uh, technologies. We'll have a conversation about that. So IVF, surrogacy, all of that. 5 p.m., you and I will have a conversation like that. Because I, I want to know what you think about, about that uh, uh, piece of medical technology in general. What do you think about it? Um, how do you feel about it? What's your perception of it? Some people think it's weird. Um, I wonder why I think it's a miracle but we'll have a conversation about it tomorrow at 5 o'clock make sure you're here for that conversation let's talk to Alex in Ikeja hi Alex hi Sandra how are you doing hi. welcome back thank you good to have you on the show you didn't give us the opportunity to commend you after that debate Oh, <laughs> you remember? You just rounded up, gave them their guitar, and, said, and then she left on. I like was on. tired, man. Yeah, I, I was know. so tired. I, I, you guys did a wonderful job. Thank honestly, you, Thank you did you. wonderful. Thank you. Yes, yes. Thank so you. we look forward to more of it. I know I have just one minute, uh, Sandra. I just want to say something. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, if the government, I said something on. I don't know. I think it was our show. Okay. Anything that has the potential to become a public menace should be seen as a government problem. Okay. I'm not saying, I'm not exonerating the people that they live with at home, the families. Okay. But if government doesn't have policies well drawn out on child protection, especially in schools, mm -hmm. it's difficult for any school or teacher to enforce anything. 
in the earlier um, um, pro, uh, the earlier uh, three o'clock program that you did, mm-hmm. you talked about the joint um, parents mm-hmm. that came together. Mm-hmm. That alone underscores the, disfun- the dysfunction of our society. Mm-hmm. It's not the parents who should be recommending. It's government who should have laid down policies that the teachers must follow. Okay. So those who might be intimidated to enforce the law, we have the strength and the backing of the authority. Okay. That's how you run a society. You don't you don't be counting on on good I mean well meaning citizens to come and be giving you ideas. Mm. It's all done now. You know, Sandra. <laughs> yeah? Why are we pretending? <laughs> we know these things. Uh-huh. Thanks, Sandra. Thank you. Alex, hold on. We want to get your all number, right. okay? Hold on so okay, that we can then. get your yeah. number. Hold on. Stay on the line. All right. We, we've got uh, Ini in Aja. Ini is a first-time caller. Hi, Ini. Hello. Good day. Sandra. Good day. Thanks for calling. Thank you. Hmm. Um, I'm sure it's not a new thing. Just that someone... Uh, died hmm. and the story has been escalated. It's been happening even before this time when we were in school. It happened. Uh, I think most the way out will be for us, those who are in the sector, to be more committed than the way they are presently. We have our attention is mostly on money now, without knowing that we find up to take care of these children. I think that's what we should do more. Take care of the children that were given to us by the parents. There was a commitment done the time we collected the parents, the, the children from the parents. So mm-hmm. we should take that seriously. If we have committed teachers, especially uh, housemaster, they should be able to leave these things in the board. If they stand for something, no matter the pressure from the parent or anyone, hmm. they know what is right. If they don't accept them there, I'm not sure there's any school who want to condone bullying, any school management who want to condone bullying, because it will be counterproductive at the end of the day. But it's less for those who are on the ground at the moment to be able to manage it effectively. Hmm. There's no school, international school, that does not have a policy against bullying hmm. in Lagos. Hmm. And anywhere. So it's for them to just work within the confines of the law to make sure that those things are implemented so that they can avoid future all right, Ini. Thank you very much for calling. We appreciate that. If you just tuned in, we've got five minutes before we have to take a break. And then uh, we'll be back on at uh, 5.43 to keep having this conversation just so that we prepare you for what's happening. Apologies for the long breaks. Um, it's Christmas and we are the number one talk station in Lagos. So all our customers want to ensure that you hear about all the great stuff that they have available for you. Uh, but at the same time, we also want to make sure that you're still listening because you are the reason that we um, are here to begin with. So just giving you a heads up, break in five minutes and then uh, you and I will keep talking at 5.43. 99.3, hello. 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 Hello, Sandra. Thanks for calling, sir. What's your name? Uh, welcome. Thank you. God bless you. Bless you as well. You see, I attended a boarding house okay. in the 70s. You see, life has changed. I happen to be a VP and I happen to be a principal at the end of the day again. Okay. Are you listening? Yeah, I'm listening. Mm -hmm. Yeah, when I was a VP, that was in the 90s, a a senior slapped a junior student. Right here in my office, I told that junior student to slap him back. 
Ah. Because at the end of the day, because if it happens, it's me, the prince, the VP, academic candidates, they will take to Alausa and suspend. Now, when I was a principal, some people are initiating themselves. Are you getting me? Mm. They brought them, the people living upstairs, saw them how they are doing with guests, trying to initiate themselves. When they came around, people start begging all the teachers left and right and parents. I say I won't accept anything. They will spoil the other students. The only thing you do for me, if you are a Muslim, you are a Christian, go to your pastor or your imam because I know those who will not give them. Mm. Take a clearance that it won't happen again. You see what happened? He's the manager of the school. When I was a principal, I go around the classes. I tell the students, any teacher that doesn't come and teach, give me any people that will, uh, will bully on you. I tell them in the open the assembly. I open assembly with them. I call the most principal manager this time. They just leave school, they sit in the office as a god. Tell me, the principal of these days and the so-called teachers. And in that private school, as they are collecting millions, million, maybe they are giving them peanuts. A salary. Then, okay. So that is the essence. Okay. I go around, I tell them, I go to the staff room, what do you have now? Go and teach. They teach to the female student. I will tell them, if anybody wants to sexually abuse you, come and report. My office is open. Hmm. So that's what they should do. I stop hanging around the office and attending to this stuff and doing a lot of rubbish and thinking that everything will be well. Mm. Bless you, Sandra. Bless you as well. Thank you very much for calling. What do you think about the points he made there, he raised there? I'd like to hear your thoughts via Facebook, Nigeria Info H9.3, uh, WhatsApp 080-959-75805. Victor Ifechukude says that the death of Sylvester has opened up the festered wound in our educational system. We now have our educational centers as a breeding ground for criminals. The big schools are now is firing by escaping from the reason why a school is set up. Please help us warn Madame Kemi Olulonyo, who is trying to justify the bullying and death of Sylvester by his bullies. Victor, thanks for your message. How safe are your children at their schools? How come our children are being subjected to violence, sometimes unspeakable, at their schools? What are the factors encouraging this uh, violence? What are the factors making the schools unable to protect the children maybe unwilling uh, to protect the children what was your experience when you were in in secondary school or primary school for that matter were you bullied were you hazed were there other forms of violence targeted at you what was your school doing were they trying to stop it were they turning a blind eye since Sylvester died, has it forced you to have a conversation about this subject with your own children? I'm Sandra Ezekwesli on social media. We'll take that break now. At 5.43, we'll keep talking. Please don't go away. 99.3 Nigeria Info, your number one station for talk. Let's talk. Hello to you. It's uh, uh, 5.40 right now, three minutes earlier than I predicted. Hello, I'm Sandra Ezekwesili. This is Hard Facts on 99.3 Nigeria Info. And today we're having a heavy uh, conversation about bullying. It's heavy, but it's light. Um, and uh, it's a conversation that we've been having for a while. Um, as far back as May 2020, I brought you data from Port Harcourt uh, that was collected 
conducted in 2018, right? And this 2018 study claimed that, or found, not claimed now, found that 82.2% of Port Harcourt secondary school students reported being bullied, while 64.9% reported being bullies themselves. This study was published in the International Journal of Adolescent Medical Health. And the reason I went back to um, that uh, big hard fact from 2020 was because all of us collectively were horrified by the story of the killing of 12-year-old Sylvester Romani at Darwin College, Lekki. His parents are alleging that five schoolmates wanted him to join their gang and so they beat him up and forced him to drink something toxic. Now, today on The Big Three, uh, we talked about the latest from that story. I shared with you that um, uh, some members of the college, of the Darwin College uh, Parents Forum say that they want the school authorities suspended. The forum held a candlelight vigil in front of the school where they called for justice for Sylvester Romani. He's a 12th, uh, you know, we, we all know his story. And five students have been arrested for allegedly beating him to death. That's according to the school anyway, in a letter uh, that they wrote to parents this weekend. But the parents forum are saying that that's not enough. It's not enough to arrest the five students. Uh, the parents forum are saying that they want CCTV cameras at all strategic locations in the school. They want better enforcement of the school's anti-bullying policy. They want the sack of the teachers who supervise the hostels. They want a change of the school management itself. So that was what we talked about uh, on the big weekend today at 3 p.m. And I I remember that one of my questions was, do you agree with the, the parents there? Do you agree with those demands that they made? For this evening, my questions are, how come our children are subjected to unspeakable violence at school? I brought you the story of Don Davis. We reported it here on Nigeria Info as well. Don Davis at Chibonga Deeper Life School, you know, yo. He was raped. We have an update on that court case. Uh, two minors are being tried in juvenile court. Five adults, including the school's principal, uh, vice principal and housemaster, are facing charges at the magistrate court. So that's the update with that story. It was also a horrific story. The entire country talked about it uh, when it broke earlier this year. And then years ago, there was a story of the two-year-old who was raped by Adebuega Denikan, who was uh, who has been sentenced to 60 years in prison. He raped a two-year-old at Christland School in VGC. So how come our children are being subjected to unspeakable violence at school? Because, I mean, these are three examples, but there are so much more. There's one that happened in Abuja. I forgot the name of the young girl now who also died uh, as a result of, uh, of, of mistreatment uh, in her school. What are the factors encouraging this violence? What are the factors that are making the schools unable to protect our children? But away from all of that, what, what's your own personal experience um, with, with this menace? What were your experiences with bullying when you were in school? What was the attitude of the school authorities? Were they trying to stop it? Were they uh, pretending it wasn't happening? How did it happen in your school? What went down in your school? 
0700-993-993-993-0700-993-993-993. For those of you who have children, who have siblings, who are still in school, what are their experiences today? Have you had to have a conversation with them? Let's talk to Zach. Hello, Zach. Thanks for calling us. Yeah, Sandra, how you doing? This I'm is Zach from Houston. Welcome, Zach. Thanks for calling. Yeah, you know, talk about bullying, right? Mm. You know, the most amazing part is, the, the part that really, really disturbed me is these kids we are talking about, how old are these kids? They're young. These so-called seniors. They're young. These so-called seniors. Mm-hmm. We're talking about 15, 16 17-year-old kids right. having this kind of mind right. to torture people. These are kids. Right. These are not adults. Mm-hmm. These are kids that have that kind of mind right. to do those kind of evil things. So that means what kind of society do we have when our kids have the mind to torture you know, their fellow students to the extent of death? Right. This, this, this is serious. That's all I have to say. Hmm. Thank you. Thank you, Zach, for calling from Houston. Let's talk to Ayo in Ikeja. Hi, Ayo. Thanks for calling, Ayo. Yeah, thank you. Go ahead. Um, so on the topic of bullying, I, I think that, um, you know, what we're experiencing now is a reflection of the society that we have created for ourselves as Nigerians. Uh, it's a reflection of, uh, the, I mean, leadership in terms of uh, what is happening in the society, how leadership responds to the plight of Nigerians. Mm. It has to do with the family, you know, values that we've created now. So uh, I think it's, uh, yeah, we can talk about government policies and all that. Yeah, that's good. But I think we really need to think deep and refine, you know, um, our society. Okay. All right, Aya. Thank you very much for calling. We appreciate it. Hello. Hello, thanks for calling. Hello. Hello. Sandra, good evening. Good evening. What's your name, sir? Yes. My name is KB from Lekki. Okay, KB, welcome. Yeah, um, I, I think that somehow the teacher may themselves be encouraging this bully. Okay. No, you know, this, this thing about cultism is is um, in different groups. So look at, uh, in the case of this uh, still sly guy, the guys are saying that they have to, he has to join their group. So it's not possible that there are other groups too in that same school. Right. And teachers also belong to different groups. Hmm. So if you have some teachers who are also supporting this, how will they stop it? Hmm. I do not really agree with uh, Alex, who called earlier, that it must be a government that should resolve this issue. Mm -hmm. It is not. Yes, the government can come, 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 come in with their policies, but what about the parents themselves? They say charity begins at home. Right. So the solution should start. The, the, the solving this problem should start from home. 
Okay. Because today what I notice is that parents have just left the training of their children to schools alone. So teachers. So the child who is not being able to, who, 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 who the parents cannot control at home. Mm-hmm. Takes that lifestyle to school. All right. Thank you very much for calling. Yusuf Inagega is a first-time caller. Hi, Yusuf. Uh, I'm fine. Good Th- evening. Good evening. Thanks for calling. Yeah, welcome. Ah, talking about bullying. Hmm. You see, for me, a caller called earlier and was talking about the society we live uh, considering their ages and stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What I think is, you see, the music invoked now also corrupts the mind of these children. Okay. Yeah, well, the type of music you listen to now doesn't preach something good to the mind of the student. Okay. From my own point of view, I think. So I think also government also should regulate the type of things these children are exposed to. The type of music they listen to. Children, children uh, parents also need to... But, but, but government, of- government already controls that. Government has rated, okay, this is what a, a, a child can watch, this is what an 18-year-old can watch, this is what, you know, they've already done that rating. Um, so, yeah. I mean, they can't come into your house and enforce it. They can't, how, I, how will enforcement look? What would enforcement look like? Yeah, enforcement, there are some certain music also that need to be banned totally, not even, even adults are not supposed to listen to such music. <laughs> How can a music be preaching up, be talking about ritual killing and uh, and having some kind of frosted money? Mm. And still the music, okay, you ban it for children. Some things are not just right. Mm. That's my contribution. All right, Yusuf, thank you very much. I mean, you know, we still live in a secular society at the end of the day, and there are things that government um, cannot do. There are things that we should not even be telling government to do, and those things include um, controlling what you listen to, what you watch, what you um, consume. I mean, that's not the prerogative of government. Government can regulate, you know, they can try to ensure, oh, certain categories of people do not have access to this thing until they're old enough to have access to this thing. But, I mean, is it the music, really? Is that the problem? Because dirty music, violent music, music with all kinds of weird stuff have always existed. They've existed for years and years. They're not new. They didn't start in 2020 or 2010. They were there when your parents were young as well. You know, tickle me, tickle me, tickle me. Oh, baby boo. What do you think I was thinking about there? You know what I'm saying? So, I mean... Is it the music? Really? Is it the music? Is it the music? I don't think it is. But what do you think? 99.3, hello. Hello, good evening, Sandra. Good evening, sir. What's your name? My name is Promise. I'm calling from there. Welcome, Promise. Yes. Sandra, you see the society we are these days. Even myself, I'm scared at my age. Okay. You see, most of these things that are happening today... Parents contribute 75% of it. When their children did something in the school, the teacher tried to correct them by flogging them. You will see a parent will drive from their house to the school to go. So I, I, I saw something one time when a teacher, a parent beat up a teacher in the school because he flogged her daughter. Hmm. So what are, we, what are we teaching our children? I heard a child saying that if you beat me, if I do anything, you report me to my daddy, he will listen to you. He will listen to, to what I told him. That is what he will listen to. So most of all these things boils down to what we are seeing today. In oh. the streets, 
in the marketplace, mm. in the church, you will see some parents, they don't even care about what their children, what the children are doing in the public. They will just be laughing over it. Mm. My child is sharp. He's so brilliant. He doesn't allow, he doesn't allow anybody to, to look down on him. Nobody's looking down on your children. They're trying. He's not only one person that, have, that, has, that has a child. When you leave, when you move out of your house, if your child did something, anybody can correct your child. But immediately, some people did it. The parents will flare up, start fighting. Don't talk to my child that like that. Now it has happened. We all are not complaining. Thank you very much for calling. But is that the problem? Because I understand, you know, not raising rude children, but you also don't want to raise timid children. I mean, you want to raise children who can compete everywhere in the world. And children all over the world are, you know, um, bolder and bolder, more and more confident. It doesn't automatically make them evil, wicked spawns. So there has to be a way that we can balance both, that we can walk and chew gum. This will be a rolling conversation. Unfortunately, I have another break coming up. Uh, that's all the time I have for Hard Facts today, but it's good to be back. Tomorrow, I want to hear your thoughts on assisted reproductive technology. ART, so IVF, surrogacy, all of that. I want to hear your thoughts on that subject. 5 p.m., you and I will have a conversation about it. In the meantime, find me online, S. Ezekwesli. Those are your hard facts, Degas. Good night.